0: Support for this episode of Around the Diamond is provided by Arkansas Car Clinic. Arkansas Car Clinic is a locally owned business located in Benton, Arkansas. Mike and his team do it all, and at a fraction of the cost and time of the big body shops. Their goal is to keep you and your vehicle happy and looking great. Whether it's minor scratches, dents, or you hit one of those huge Arkansas bucks, Arkansas Car Clinic is your go-to locally owned shop. They also handle windshield replacement, spray and bed liners, auto detailing, or if you're like me and find every drive-throughs curb, they handle wheel repairs as well. Give Mike a call at 501-575-6357 to get your vehicle back to that like new condition. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Around the Diamond. This is your host, Steve, joined, as always, by my co-host, Kevin Bohannon. And we are super excited this week to uh, be joined by the voice of Arkansas Razorback baseball, Bubba Carpenter. And, uh, Bubba, how you doing tonight? What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Man, living living the dream in this quarantine life. What about you, Kevin?
1: Oh, man, you know, uh, baby girl tomorrow and... Trying to get through night by night, it's like quarantine. Bill Murray and Groundhog Day. Wake up, it's quarantine day. So, yeah, but everything's going good. Things look like they're moving in the right direction. We got some news about there might be some baseball come June at the youth level, and we'll talk to Bubba about that. So, everybody's really getting kind of antsy to get back outside and get on the diamond. Well, I'm That's right. Hey, I got to correct. I got to correct you real fast. Steve, uh, you said the voice of the Razorbacks. I'm the voice next to the voice.
0: There you go. (laughs) Bill Elson is the
1: voice of the Razorbacks. Uh, I'm just the voice next to him. So he is the real voice of the Razorbacks. So, sorry I had, to, I had to i had to correct you there i'm sorry no that's that's all
0: good i i get corrected plenty so i'm used to it um but well
1: there's yeah there's a, there's a lot of color in the color analyst you know yes <laughs> <laughs> well i've been called a lot of things so yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i mean you know uh you know phil when we had him on a couple weeks ago he said it's the best arranged marriage he's ever had so would you agree with that
1: Uh, arranged marriage. Wow. I like the way you described that. You know what? It's, uh, it's, it's amazing. We're, uh, we're two totally different people, but I tell you what we have a love for baseball. We have a love for Razorback baseball. And I, it's funny. We, we just nitpick at each other nonstop, but it's, it's kind of like being our, you know, for guys that have been in a clubhouse, they know what it's like. You know, you're, you're constantly dogging your teammate. You're, you're making little comments. You're, you're always getting at him with something. That's kind of how Phil and I are in the booth. It's kind of like our own little clubhouse where we're constantly getting on each other, but boy, we have a lot of fun and, you know, I'm, I'm blessed to be up there with him. You know, it was funny how it happened. Uh, I got asked a few times to do it in 2018 and I'm, you know my wife and I are like look I I told my wife there's no way I can do it I just don't have time you know I got too much going on right now and then uh Norm DeBrine called me one day and asked me to do it I actually had, had written a letter um saying I couldn't do it or typed up an email saying I couldn't do it and Norm DeBrine called me and asked me one day about it and I'm like I couldn't tell him no and so I ended up doing it but it's been so much fun uh Phil and I have a great time up there and I I hope that people like listening to it because I've got so many memories growing up of listening to games with my grandpa. Um, we used to sit out in the truck and listen to Texas Ranger games on AM radio. And you could barely hear it, but boy, it was so much fun sitting there with him. And so, you know, a lot of times I think about that. I think about the, the, the parents sitting around with their kids, listening to it. I, I remember sitting in a boat with my dad, listening to Razorback games after I quit playing and uh, just, just so many good memories. And so, so I hope people enjoy what we what we do on the air.
0: We do. And right? that's
1: what yeah, so, go ahead, yeah I was gonna
0: say absolutely. I mean, it's a it's a lot of fun. We love listening. We talked a lot about that, of course, with Phil. But uh, we love love. I do, and I know most everybody I talk to loves listening to you guys. You know, you talk about memories and stuff like that, and I think about all the different times that you know we spend listening to the game on the radio versus watching it on TV, just to listen to you guys. Or you know, and you th- you talk about memories. I, we we have a a funny one from back uh, on this on our other podcast. We do. We were talking about now. This was the Miracle and Markham talk, but you know um we were we were you you think about places you were when things happen like that i remember we were i was standing right on the next right right on the bank of a shit pond um listening to the final play of that game so um it's it's enjoyable to have a voice that we can relate to and listen to and and uh and really be able to describe the action but also the fun and and the the interaction that you guys have that you and phil have is a lot of fun as well
1: well that's good to know and you know it's hard sometimes because I mean you guys are both baseball guys, so you understand. Like my whole life, I've talked a certain way. Like if there's a pitch right down the middle of the plate, there's a, there's a lot of ways to describe that pitch, and most of them I can't say on the radio. And so sometimes I get caught up, and I'm like, I'm like that's a that's a two o cock shot. You can't miss that. And I'm like, oh wait, I can't say that. Yeah, you can't oh. say that on live radio. Podcast is good because yeah, we understand that. That's right. Hey, no, we, I, we, I we, had,
0: we had Jason Brown on from uh, Last Chance You not long ago, so there's really not much that can be said on a podcast anymore that can hurt us.
1: <laughs> okay, well, I'm good to go then. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep it clean for you guys. <laughs> it was funny. I, I said it a couple of years ago. It was my first year. And we were in the SEC tournament, and uh, Jared Gates was up to the plate, and I loved Jared Gates. And uh, He was laid on a couple of fastballs. He got a 2-0 fastball right down the middle, and he was laid on it. And I, and I just – I I was like – and when you're at SEC First Station, you can't be late on a two o'clock shot right down the middle and Phil looks at me like <laughs> and he was I like, that. I just tell you. And Norm De texted texts me and, and he was he, he was laughing. He still gives me a hard time about it. Um, Dave Jorn was he was scouting a Big Twelve tournament at OU at the time. And he was listening to the game while he scouting. He texted me. He's like, Ah, I, I, I love it He said, Keep it coming. <laughs> but you know, I, I I blurt stuff out every once in a while and I try I try to keep it clean, but sometimes I get so caught up in the action and I'm just used to seeing things and just, just saying, Oh, you know, and I have to catch myself sometimes, but it's a, uh, it's a lot of fun though. And, and, you know, we're so lucky to talk. We're so blessed the team that we have on the field and the coaching staff and everything. It's yeah. I'm, it's I'm lucky to get to sit there and talk about Razor base, Razorback baseball. Yeah. It's been a really good, marriage like Phil had said so Bubba, what does a day in your life look at look like right now i know you we talked earlier today and you were out dragging a field so what have you been doing to keep the time you know i've been doing a lot of second grade math fellas so, which is just oh, chilling man i, I really um I'm lucky to be able to teach baseball also because I, I, I have a, a whole new appreciation for teachers because I can sit there and talk about baseball mechanics. I can teach baseball from sunup to sundown and I love it. And you give me five or 10 minutes of second grade math and me and my eight year old about to kill each other. <laughs> um, and I just, it's crazy. And I just have zero patience for it I'm, because math is done different these days, I guess. And like the word problems are, are kryptonite to my brain. And uh, it just, so that's a big part of my day. And then other than that, you know, I, uh, I've got a few baseball fields that I'm keeping up and we're, uh, we've still got a couple of teams that get together and they get in small groups, groups of five and a a coach will take their son and a couple other kids out there and they'll do a little bit of stuff just to, just to, just to get outdoors and and do some stuff. And so I try to keep the fields in shape since we can't really do anything inside right now. And, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of the extent of my day. Um, a little bit of training i do a lesson here or there one-on-one stuff with some of my high school kids and you know just so everyone knows we keep it safe we're, we're the way i teach now is different than it was a couple months ago um you know less video work up close and everything so it's a lot more just pitch recognition stuff and and uh you know trying to stay as active as i can in baseball and 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 keep my sanity, it's just, it's a weird time of year. You know, you 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 realize how much you love the game when it's not there. And I'm like, wow, it's, it sucks because my whole life this time of year has been baseball and now all of a sudden it's not there and it's, it's tough to get used to.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. I, I I feel your pain with the uh, elementary math. I have a first grader, um, <clears throat> and yeah, I've have have uh, about I've about had all I can do, all I can take of being a teacher over the last few days. So thankfully, <laughs> thankfully we got started on the online learning for the most part over this week. But today he had to sit down and do stuff in a math book. And while he loves math, he does not like sitting down and doing stuff on a math book. So um, when I told him he had twelve pages to do, it was a uh, it was it was interesting to say the least. Uh, well, I feel your pain. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So how special do you think this 2020 baseball team could have been? I mean, uh, I, I remember being in Omaha in 18 and, and after all that ended and we thought you immediately, I mean, I know Dave Van Horn came out, but we immediately looked forward to this team knowing how special the class could have been along with, you know, and then teaming that up with, uh, with Martin, Kerstad, and Opids and, and the rest of this team. How special do you think this 2020 team could have been?
1: I tell you what, I I think they'd ended up back in Omaha for the third year in a row. They this team had something special, you know. And the, the 2018 team, I love those guys. You know, um, just a great group of guys. This guy, this group reminded me of that team. Um, You know, obviously you've got some all Americans on the team, but you've got some leaders on the team. You've got guys that know how to play the game. You've got a good mix of new guys. They brought in, you've got a guy like Robert Moore as a freshman. That's just electric watching him play. Um, You got great arms. I think the one question mark was the starting pitching and, you know, Wicklander was struggling a little bit, but there's no doubt he was going to get it, get it back together. Connor Nolan was going to be your Friday night guy. Um, several different options on the on the sunday spot whether it's caleb bolden cole ramage you know whoever maybe a freshman stepping up uh mcintyre looked great in that game that he started you know he's a he's a central arkansas kid um i just think this team had everything it took and they would have come together and and dave van horn is the best at just you know, kind of mixing things around early in the season. But once SEC ball starts, I mean, they flip that switch and they're ready to go. And, boy, I was I was really excited about this team. And, you know, I feel for the guys that, that this had to happen because I know how hard they worked. I saw them working this fall. And they put in a lot of time, you know, on the field but in the weight room. And, and to see it taken away from them, it, it was tough to see. I hated to see it. So with – And we talked about this last week on the show with the draft being five rounds. How, how do you think this team will look next year with the incoming classes and who they have coming back? Well, it's going to get crowded guys. It's going to be real crowded. uh, I think we all know we're going to lose three guys for sure. I think, uh, I think Casey Martin, Eston and uh, Casey O, they're, they're, they're going, they're gone. Um, I think out of the the new guys coming in, you know, I think I think a guy like a Zebulon Vermillion, I think he'll come back. I don't. I think this really hurt him the season being cut short. But you know, he's a he's a top five pick. Had he got more innings in, you know, he had a hamstring injury. You know, I think this really hurt him. But I think we'll get him back, which will be our closer next year. Um, but you look at that 2020 group, and Kevin, you know, a lot of these guys. That's a special group we got coming in. It really is, Yeah, that and but if you look how crowded things are going to get, I hope that doesn't make some of those guys kind of rethink their decision. Because if you look at the last year, the 2020 roster this year, I think there were 16 fresh freshmen listed on there. Now they didn't all, you know, make it to spring ball, but there were 16 freshmen listed on there. And I think we signed, there's like 20 signees coming in um so it's gonna be crowded there's a lot of tough decisions I know some of the kids will end up going somewhere else I think Van Horn will have some talks with them but you know it's that's a that's a lot of talent out there on the field and I think uh you know and and you know some of those kids Kevin uh, hopefully you've got some input with them because I'd love to see a lot of those kids make it to campus because you take what we had this year now it's gonna be tough tough to replace three guys you know, Casey opens is a captain. He's a tough guy to replace behind the plate. I think that's going to be a big question mark, you know, a Casey Martin special. We know Heston special, but you, you replace those three guys with some of the guys coming in. And I'm telling you that's that team is stacked. That's a ridiculous team, but you got to also look at the rest of the SEC is kind of in the same boat. You know, there's going to be a lot of talent in college baseball next year. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. And I see, like, Phil and I talked a lot, and, you know, you take things for granted. And and now that we've missed a year of college baseball, I can't wait. I'm already foaming at the mouth. I'll, I'll be out there this fall watching them play just because I miss it so much. Definitely. And, you know, they might get, who knows what's going to happen with the draft. We know Cole Austin is going to move on. And we just found out today that Dylan Leach, who was a 2021 catcher, and played for Dylan's Dodgers, who, Uh, the prospect you and I have both faced in the past, is going to enroll early now. So do you see that happening as a trend? I was kind of shocked when I found out earlier today. But do you see that happening more often now, You know, with Robert Moore kind of being the first in Arkansas' case to do that? But do you see that kind of as a trend now? Well, I would have normally said no, because with the logjam of players that we're going to have, I would have said ah, probably not, but you see the success Robert Moore had. Of course, he's a special talent. You know, the kid grew up around the, around the game, you know, with your dad being a GM, you know, Dayton Moore, he's, he's been around the game his whole life. So he doesn't play like your typical freshman, but yeah, I saw that we had, we had signed Dylan Leach. So that kid, he's going to be good. Now, can he jump in as a freshman, you know, early like that and catch on the SEC level? I mean, that's, a, that's asking a lot of a kid. So, I don't know, but I I think it's a great move for him to get his foot in the door right now and come in and and uh, have a chance to fight for that starting catching job. But I think uh, with people seeing the success that Robert had, you know, I I, I don't know. You might see more of it. I, I tell you what, guys, I couldn't have done it. What Robert did this year is so impressive to come in and play the way he did. Because uh, I know when I was I was seventeen, I couldn't I couldn't have done it. I wasn't ready yet, physically or mentally.
0: I'm gonna say just the the mental side of him. I mean, obviously the physical side, but the mental side for him and just how confident he he was. um, He never seemed phased. He never seemed bothered by a moment. You know, he was extra excited at times, obviously. But uh, but I mean, that's what you want to see out of a guy. You want to see that passion, and that was I think he brought a different, you know, just a different aura around the team with him being out there for sure.
1: I think so. And you know, the fans really fed off of his enthusiasm. Yeah, I'm sure you guys you know the glove flip play. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. yeah that was that's nice mean, level. That was, oh, that's ridiculous. And the way he ran off the field after that play. Uh he had a home run at Minute Maid Park. Um you know, to right center and bounced it around the bases jumping up in the air. Um just the excitement that he plays with and enthusiasm. I mean, that's contagious you know, and so for a kid that's 17 to come in and do some of the things he did is awesome to see. And, and, you know, that type of play is contagious. And, and, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him for a few more years. And there's just so many things. And and the way he plays the game, he, he plays it fast, but he slows it down mentally in his mind. And that's what the great players are able to do. Um, You know, Casey Martin and I, and, First of all, let me say this. I absolutely love Casey Martin. I've watched him play since he was little, all the way up the ranks. Casey plays the game so fast. When he learns to slow it down in his mind, like he'll take a ground ball and he he's so fast, everything he does. When he learns to slow everything down in his mind, he's gonna be he's gonna play in the major leagues for a long time because he's got unbelievable talent. You know, I think some guys are just better at slowing it down. I think Robert does a real good job of playing the game fast physically but mentally he slows the game down and for a kid that young to be able to do that man that it's so impressive because it takes a long time to learn to do that
0: yeah, it, it it was it was ex- extremely impressive to watch him. Um, staying on the on the incoming class, I had a question. We've talked about this a little bit, but you know, obviously, we know how special this incoming class is, and and some of the guys, some of the names that are there, how highly rated they are. Um, do you think? And we've asked a few other folks, but do you think? I mean, we've talked about Mason Wynn, uh, but some of these other guys that may not have probably wouldn't have made it to campus to you know before. Do you think Arkansas's got a shot at at or do you think guys maybe not just Arkansas? But in general, that guys, you know, that are highly rated like that may take their shot and come uh, come to college now with with all this uncertainty. Or do you think you'll see more JUCO guys or you'll see or, or what do you think? How do you think that'll play out for some of these more higher rated guys?
1: Well, I'm afraid that some of these guys are going to go the JUCO route. That way they can, you know, give it a year of, of college ball and then get and then be able to get drafted the following year. But I think a lot of these guys that have committed to Arkansas, I think they're going to come to campus. I look at a, I look at a guy like a Caden Wallace, you know, Arkansas kid. You know, if we can get all these kids to come to campus, I mean, there's something really special there. You're looking at a college world – and I hate to – it's so hard to win a college world series championship. But you look at all the pieces, you know – some of the other kids in that signing class with what we've already got, some of the big arm freshmen we've got this year and some of the kids coming in, you get all those kids together. If I was in that group, now it's hard to say because I never was offered millions of dollars. You know, I, I didn't get drafted that high up. So it's hard for me. Who am I to sit here and say that? But if I was in that situation, I'd go to college, I'd go to college. I'd win a national championship for the university of Arkansas. And then I would get drafted and I'd go on and play major league baseball. But, I would take it one step at a time. And I, I'm hoping that's what a lot of these kids do, because I, I'm sure they're aware of that. I'm sure they all have their, you know, their advisors that are talking to them. The problem is a lot of these advisors are going to tell them to go sign because they all want their money. Um, I hope they're getting good advice because there's going to be some changes in the minor leagues, the minor leagues. I, I don't know that in you know, how much you guys have been in tune with that, Um there's going to be some changes whether it's coming this next year or when it happens, but they the minor league organizations are going to get smaller. Yeah. So we, there's going to be a lot of kids. Have you guys talked about that? If you have, yeah, we, we, yeah, no, we talked about it a little bit, but you're the first one that we, you know, really, you know, got to dive into it. But, you know, I think coach Thompson who is a great guy as far as being recruiting coordinator for Arkansas and coach Hobbs as well. But they talk to these guys about investments. So, Let's take Caden for example. We've talked about him quite a bit. And and Clayton Gray for a matter. Clayton could sign, you know, if he had a number right now that was three hundred thousand. Okay. So Clayton out of high school you can get three hundred thousand for your for your spot. But you come to Arkansas for three years, you turn that into one point two to one point five. In Caden's case, they had they you know, possibly slotted one six to one 8 and turned that into four to five million three years down the road. And I think they've done a great job of selling that fact as well.
0: Yeah. And I think, I think so. And, Go ahead,
1: bud. No, go ahead. Sorry.
0: Well, I was going to say, I I think also when you look at the bonus structure too, I mean, we've talked about that a lot over the last couple of weeks, but the way that bonus structure will work out too, and the uncertainties over the next year or two, especially depending on how, you know, how income and how revenue picks back up once we finally get out of this stuff. But you're talking about guys only banking 10% up front of their bonuses right now and then waiting the next two years to get the rest of it too. So you got to think that's going to play into some mindsets as well.
1: Oh, I think so. And then, you know, I think I think Heston Kirstad's a, a perfect example of that. You look at Heston, you look at like an Andrew Ben attendee. All those guys, that's what they did. They they gave up a little bit of money out of high school. They came to U of A. Heston's gonna sign for millions this year. I mean the guys but the three years here just the development. Just he got so much better and he was good as a freshman, don't get me wrong. But he got so much better every year. His strike zone recognition, um, his power uh, to all fields. He just mentally, his defensive ability, everything about Heston got better. Same with Ben Attendee. You know, Ben was okay as a freshman. Uh, spent a year here in offseason, lifting, getting stronger. Next thing you know, he's a first-rounder, you know, uh, signing for a million, You know what, 1.5, whatever Ben signed for, and we all know where he's at now. And so I think you look at guys like that and you're like, you know, that's the model right there that I would want to, I would want to follow because, you know, you're getting so much experience and, and your, your development is in college baseball. I mean, these guys have all been down there in campus. They know what, they know what's in the Fowler center. They know what, you know, they know the, the, the skill set that Nate Thompson has for developing hitters, all the technology we have surrounding these guys. They don't get that in the minor leagues. I'm sorry. It's not there. If you're a pitcher, Matt Hobbs is unbelievable in developing pitchers. He can take a guy throwing uh, 91. Next thing you know, he's throwing 96, 97, You know, it's, it's amazing. And, and just the whole physical and mental development that a kid goes through, um, by coming to campus at university, Arkansas, not to mention you get to, for the guys that are in state kids, you get to represent your state. And the thing about college baseball that I love so much guys, and, and I talk about it all the time, it's the last time the name on the front of the Jersey's more than the name of the worth more than the name on the back. And boy, for me, there's something to that. If you can put that Arkansas uniform on and wear it for three years and represent your state with a great chance to go to Omaha and win our first national championship, who wouldn't want to buy in on that? I mean, you give that to me and I'm I'm all in. (laughs) you know you can see some of the passion in these kids once they get on campus and i think that's the biggest thing that i'm looking forward to with this next class and even the one after that too that just keeps building and building and building and with that said do you think we're in the golden era right now of arkansas baseball as a as a state and not just the university of arkansas Oh, I think so. And look at the talent. Now, I don't think there's going to be Look, Kevin, the group of the group of guys y'all had, your 2020 group, I've watched y'all come up through the ranks. Your your group is really good. There I don't I don't see another group of kids that good coming out in a while. But with that being said, there's a ton of talent in the state. You know, I've got a 2021 group that I coach now but we've got a bunch of kids and, and i feel for these kids because they're going to go into a log jam in another year and a half you know because things are going to be crowded in college baseball for a couple years um i feel for these kids but man there is so much talent in the state and it's uh it, it's a good time it, it's a really good time to be recruiting the state of arkansas and you know not all the guys are going to go to university of arkansas i mean but look at some of the programs we have. I, I'm a huge gum fan. I love UCA coach. Gum does a great job. Um, coach Curry at UALR. I mean, there's just so many good options for kids around the state to go to. And, and there's just a ton of talent here. And I, you know, I think you, you, you can, you can go back and you can look at some of the high school coaches. You can look at the summer programs. I think everyone has a little bit of input in that and just developing players and making them better. And then that's why we're all here. And, uh, you know, that's, That's why we do what we do. And I think it's showing right now in the talent around the state.
0: <clears throat> yeah, the state is absolutely loaded. You guys know that firsthand, obviously. Um, I looked forward to getting to get out and see a lot of that talent this you know this summer. I'm uh, disappointed that, obviously, as like everyone else, that uh, we're going to miss out on a lot of that. But I-, I wanted to get both of you guys' thoughts on this because you are so close to, to youth baseball and, and everything. But what are y'all's thoughts on uh, with the Legion season being canceled, regionals and all of that uh, for summer? What are y'all's thoughts there? <laughs>
1: Well, Kevin, you want to go first or you want me to? Yeah, I'll go first. I, th- I think they jumped the gun a little bit, and they're looking at regionals in a World Series because they're out on the East Coast for the World Series. Over there, I believe it's North Carolina. Correct me if I'm wrong. But they they just didn't see to where we could play. And it trickled down, just like with everything else It's done. Major League cancels, college cancels, high school cancels. So it trickled down to where the Arkansas State Commander for American Legion said, "Well, we're just going to cancel the season." To where most likely they could play into June, July, and into August. But you know, the, it's, it's about safety right now. I do believe I talked to Jeremy Mahan, who's one of the top, uh, who's one of the top tournament directors in the state of Arkansas for the U trip level, and I know Bubba is really close to the guys up in Northwest Arkansas. But they're shooting to play the first of June, so the showcases haven't canceled, you know, very much. Lynn Van Laningham with Five Tool hasn't really canceled everything. Their schedule is on go. Perfect Games only postponing for two weeks, so we're going to get to play some baseball. It's just a matter of when. Right, I I tell you, I talked to uh, Lynn Van Laningham today, actually, with Five Tool tournaments, and he got an email from U of A yesterday saying that all on-campus events are canceled until August 1st. Well, my youth team was due that we're supposed to play there July 16th and 19th, but we're still going to try to use our Park. They're not canceling the tournament. We just can't use U of A's. We can't use bomb Walker, which is, you know, stinks because our kids all want to play at bomb Walker. Oh yeah. So, that's but yeah. We- according, Yeah. According to Lynn, I mean everything's still as of right now. We're they're on schedule to to go with it. Uh, I talked to a couple tournament directors today on the youth side. A couple of them are are, are holding out for May fifteenth. Um, with the CDC regulations, I think uh, coming out May eleventh is their their date that they're looking at right now. So they're thinking possibly they could play as early as May fifteenth. Now that's being real optimistic. And we talk about baseball and, and and how much everyone misses the game. and, And I get it. It's safety first. Um, you know, you don't want kids out there and someone getting sick, someone that's got an asthma or got a condition that, that you know, and, and he gets really sick because of us wanting to rush into baseball. We're not wanting to do that. We want to be safe with it. But but look, if there's a way we can get out there and play, uh, I think I think these kids need it. I see I got an eight-year-old son that asks me all the time, when do when we get to play our first tournament? You know, and you don't realize, that, once again, how much, you know, these kids love it. But, hey, one thing, Kevin, and I'll tell you, you've got a kid that's uh, affected with it, um, the, in the, on the baseball side, on the high school side, is, are some of these high school seniors, um, Marcus Brown, you know, Marcus, uh, with, oh. plays on your team. Oh, yeah. Kids like that. You know, they, they miss their senior year. And I mean, it's tough on those guys. I've, I've worked with a lot of the Shiloh kids here in Northwest Arkansas and, you know, no disrespect to the Nashville team. Um, you know, Shiloh's got a great chance to win state this year. They, they've, These kids have worked really hard. They have stuck together. Uh, They got to the championship game last year, lost to Nashville. I think, I think this was their year to win it. And so, you know, and I know it's just, a lot of these kids are destined to go on and do more. You know, Marcus Brown's going to go on and do more. Sawyer, Donaldson, a lot of these guys are going to go on and play baseball after this and go on and play college. Um, You know, Kellen pay, you know, Cole Oswald. A lot of those guys are, they've already signed. They're going to go play college baseball, but a lot of them, that's it I mean that's the pinnacle of their baseball life is hey we won a state championship at Shiloh in 2020 well that's taken away from them and boy I hate it I hate it for the kids um because I know how hard some of them work um and yeah in the grand scheme of things all right I state to championship out you know how much but to some of those kids that's the highlight you know it's um I don't know. So you hate to see that taken away. And sorry, I got kind of long-winded there. But, but I really feel for these kids and these families. And, uh, you know, it's it's a tough time, but I get it. It's 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 safety first. And let's make sure we get this thing right. And then we all get out there on the field and start playing baseball again.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's you know I've had I've had a lot of people, and I've, I've had to reach out to Kevin as well. But I've had a lot of people, you know, messaging me, calling me, wanting to know, you know, is there anything that these guys can do? I mean, it just sucks for for them to to lose this final year. And you, know, you think about that across all sports, obviously. But it's it's tough. Um, one other thing I wanted to ask, get just get your quick opinion on too, is what do you think about Major League Baseball and their plan to to try to start in May and playing all games in the Phoenix area?
1: I say, hell yeah! Let's do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Something, anything. That was going to be the answer.
1: <laughs> hey, Steve, you know who you're talking to here? I say, play ball. That's right. Absolutely. Um, you know that. Supposedly, there's they can keep them all quarantined there. You know, they can all stay. It's kind of like a big. You know, they would all be on almost like on a campus situation where they're all there uh, in one area. There's there's very little if any contact with anyone outside of those major league players and you know they seem to think they can make it work i think if there's a way to do it and and keep everyone safe i say yes let's do it let's play ball um i don't know kevin what do you think yeah and we went out there in in january and played in the perfect game west mlk event so it's surprise arizona it's the training facility spring training facilities for a lot of teams so and it's right there. Everything's really close to where you can have four ball games going on at one time, and you could have whip around coverage on MLB Network. I don't see why. We haven't thought of this before. So it's going to be, it's not going to be spring training. It's going to be real baseball. So I'm all for it. I hope it happens and it'll give us something to look forward to, you know, on our level in the state of Arkansas.
0: Look, I'll take any sports we can get right now. I mean, UFC is trying to go play out on a, on an Island. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll do whatever. I'll do whatever to watch some sports at this point. Anything to, to give me a few moments away from, uh, and get my sanity back,
1: (coughs) Well, Kevin, why don't you talk to Menard? He's big time. He's got to have an island, doesn't he? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on now, Bubba. Yeah, I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll put it all together. The Arkansas prospects, Northwest Arkansas prospects. We'll just go buy our own island and start having ball out there. How about that? Now you're talking. That's that's what I want to hear.
0: Well, see, and we already know from our talk with Phil that we've got uh, we'll have concessions handled because we got we, we got Phil, the gourmet chef, and we got Bubba, who can man the grill. Um, so so we uh, we ought to be good with food and everything on the island. I think we can bring you both with us.
1: That's a scary thought, guys. That's a scary <laughs> thought. I don't. Know. Can you imagine me and Phil trying to cook together? You think we argue on the radio about baseball? Put us in a kitchen together, we'll kill each other.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, I tell you, this is—I'm not kidding. It, the, Phil was right when he said the best arranged marriage ever, because literally everything you guys say kind of jives with one another. Because I think Phil—Phil—Phil Phil, <laughs> Phil made made a comment pretty similar to that. So, um, so yeah, definitely a—he—he uh, he had it right on with the with the arranged marriage.
1: Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I got a question for you. I'm gonna ask you all a question. All right. What's that big yellow pole called? In the in (laughs) outfield, on each on each line, that's a fair pole.
0: That is a fair (laughs) pole. And if you hit it hard enough with enough with enough exit velo, you'll knock it down.
1: (laughs) Every time he he calls it a fair, it's a foul pole. I know it's a foul (laughs) pole. That drives me crazy. And and now it's just a pole, and I'm like, Phil, where'd that ball go? I didn't see it. Well. it hit the pole. What did it hit? And I can't get them to say it. So drives me crazy, though. No. Oh, I knew it would. I had I had to get that in yep. there. Yeah, you beat me to it, Kevin.
0: You beat me to it. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, Bubba, we appreciate your time tonight, man. It's been awesome. Uh, we, we, we love having you on. Like I said, I know uh, that we as fans are uh, are blessed to have you and Phil calling these games. And uh, we miss it. I miss it right now. I know I speak for Kevin probably as well right now. We miss getting to listen to you guys every every uh, for every game. So um, we 2021 or, or any baseball that you guys can call can't get here quick enough.
1: Well, I appreciate it, guys. And I tell you what, I, I didn't know a lot about what you guys are doing. I love what you guys are doing. You know, talking about Arkansas sports, I think that's awesome. And so, y'all keep up the good work, and, um, and hopefully, we'll be talking to you guys soon out on the baseball field.
0: Man, absolutely. Appreciate it so much, Bubba. Thanks for joining us.
1: All right. Take care, fellas. See you guys. Thanks, Bubba. I appreciate it, man. All right. See y'all. See
0: ya.